I used to have this really cheap digital alarm clock, and I didn't actually want the alarm to go off. I just wanted it as a clock, but there was, it was so cheap and shitty that there was no way to make it not have an alarm. It had to go off at some point. So I like <sighs> unscrewed it and just snipped the wire, um, but then also set it to go off for an hour every midnight, what? just for for the laughs, because I liked the idea that this digital clock would be silently screaming for a full hour every midnight. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, that's the most Black Mirror shit I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that story before, but I can't remember it being so dark. I can't imagine a version of that story that's less dark and still interesting even a little bit. Yeah. Wow, maybe it's just really hit me today. Hello and welcome to Horse and Aloud, arguably one of the best Australian Bojack Horseman podcasts. I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And today we watched Season 6, Episode 11. Sunk costs and all that. Hmm. I started watching an anime on Netflix called Beastars. Okay. It is the horny anime answer to a question Zootopia never meant to ask. (laughs) Okay. Would you recommend it? I don't know. I've watched five episodes, and I know I'm having a lot of fun talking about it with my friend I'm watching it with, but I don't know if I would recommend it to anyone. Okay. Tell us more. Nah. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's there if people want to watch it. Brought it up because it's, like, semi-related, because it's a bit like Bojack, but not really. So the episode starts in Bojack's empty office, and we see him being dragged in by Diane and Princess Carolyn, and Todd's also there. Nothing to see here! He just passed out from pride, because you kids are so talented! You think he passed out from embarrassment? Because the kids are not talented. What happened? He was getting off a phone call. He passed out. Eventually, Bojack comes to, and he's freaking out. They found out. I didn't. It's not true. What's not true? (laughs) Why don't you tell us what happened? Okay, but you can't talk to anyone. No reporters. Bojack, it's okay. No one's going to talk to anyone. Then we jump cut to Mr. Peanut Butter talking to Paige and Max. Reporters? With questions about my good friend Bojack Horseman? I'd be delighted to talk. It's very good. It makes me laugh every time. Oh, Mr. Peanut Butter's great. He's just so eager to please. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get the intro. We're at the old restaurant, Elephant, which is now Elefino. Yeah. Okay. Pickles wanted small plates. Joey wanted Lazy Susans. And I wanted the theme to be my faces on the front of the menu. So we did all three. It's the perfect compromise because everybody got what they wanted and nobody had to compromise. And why is it called Elefino? Elefino. Well, if you don't know, Elefino. It looks a bit different, which is nice. Like the establishing shot, they've put like bamboo in the fountain. Also, I think the color scheme is different. Hmm. Um, there's a sign on the front I just wanted to mention in the classic sign gag fashion. Grand opening under new management in a hip font with hashtags. <laughs> I don't think I even noticed that. No, I didn't but... notice that. I don't know why I hedged just then. I'm, I'm <laughs> certain I didn't notice that because I would have noticed it just then. 
<laughs> yeah, so we see the bar pages talking to her fiancé on that old phone again. True, Max and I shared lodging to husband our expenditures, and true too, we showered together one night when the tank broke down and the hot water was scarce. But other than those mild inconveniences, the fact-finding mission went as fine as the print at the bottom of the contract, and we're close as ever to sewing things up. She's been wearing her wedding dress for a really long time. Yeah, she has. I feel like those things aren't built for everyday wear. Yeah, so there's like a grasshopper jumping over the phone line and stuff. I think that's a praying mantis. Oh, yeah. Because there's also like the thing about she's she's out looking for prey. Yeah, she's got her red dress on. A guy dips her and he like blushes and like, I don't know. I wonder if that's the same praying mantis we've seen talking to the guy in a car. Oh, yeah. We've definitely seen like a praying mantis joke before. There's also like a lot of characters in the background who we know. Like I think even J.D. Salinger is just in the background at a table. Oh, okay. That's cool. And I think he's friends with Mr. Peanut Butter, isn't he? From the show? They definitely worked together. Yeah. I don't presume to know if they're frowns. <laughs> So then we go back to the office. So Bojack, like we don't hear it, but Bojack's just told them the story of what happened with Penny. You did nothing illegal, and even the not-illegal thing you didn't even do. This thing continues to haunt me. Because it's not about the legality. That story is super sketchy. Todd is building a little house out of script books, including Platypus Rex, The Importance of Being Earwig, (laughs) King Bear... And comedy of barrows, which some of those puns probably work better in an American accent, but some of them are still very bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so outside, the the students that have just finished their, like, theatre are trying to have a cast party and they want Bojack to go. Why don't you just have the party here and it'll pop out when he's ready. Here's some cash. Go buy some nice uh, cast party thing. So Diane works out that... The penny story isn't a big enough deal. The the reporters have something else that they're looking to publish, and the penny story might just be part of it. Um, Yeah, this was where Bojack kind of goes back to normal Bojack. He says that he's, like, he's been better since the rehab, and, like, they shouldn't be allowed to get him on old shit. I'm a different person now. This could be anything. Bojack, tell us every bad thing you ever did. It's going to be a long night. So back at the restaurant, Mr. Peanut Butter is sitting down talking with Paige and Max. But Joey Pogo pulls Mr. Peanut Butter away to the kitchen and turns out that the dishwashers have quit. We just had bigger plates. We could get more stuff on them and we wouldn't need so many. The point of the small plates is to curate a personalized dining experience. But because of your lazy Susans, all the plates keep getting spun around and nobody remembers who ordered what. Kind of obvious that Pickles and Joey Pogo aren't getting along. Um, Pickles is finding him very annoying. Mr. Peanut Butter and Pickles go into like the cool room to have a private conversation and Mr. Peanut Butter says that you know you don't like him so we'll just have to find another person for you to hook up with. I want this to work. I'll try to make it work. For us. In the walk-in freezer there's a bag of chicken fingers with a picture of a chicken holding up their hands like hey. (laughs) That's fun. I like that we had a single episode about the food industry in season two, and then they just never revisited that at all. Mm. But we just know that, like, in the world building, there's just this deeply fucked up thing going on that, like, (laughs) is is way worse than all of the stuff the show's actually about. Yeah. Uh, Fun. Outside of the cool room or freezer... Max and Paige are talking about getting their story. The last days of Sarah Lynn. I'm telling you, the story is bigger than just the one girl. 
Sorry, where were we? We wanted to ask you about Sarah Lynn. Oh. Before we do, let's widen our frame a tad. Oh, brother. Would you say Bojack is a good person? Uh, yes, but back to Sarah Lynn. We're well, trying I... to understand if your friend has ever exhibited certain patterns. Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention here that they work for the Hollywood Reporter. I wanted to bring this up because I think they chose that on purpose. I think it's like a callback to Rowan Farrow's like special reporting that he did for the Hollywood Reporter. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. There's lots of fun physical comedy with the Lazy Susans in all of these scenes, but it's not that interesting to talk about. So just imagine that in your little brain. <laughs> Pickles and Joey Pogo have a heap exchange like on the, the floor of the restaurant in front of customers. Lazy! Lazy! I'm lazy! Aren't you supposed to be washing dishes? <gasps> hey, where are you going? Max and Paige are kind of like, what's all that about? And Mr. Peter Potter's like, well, that's a private matter. Let me tell you all about it. Classic Mr. Peter Potter, very good. Um, so then we go back to Bojack's office, and they've written down a list of the big bad things that Bojack's done. I swear, this is all I can think of. None of these are big stories. We all know there are more things. Jesus Christ. I've got the list right here. Ooh. There's Penny. Yep. Abandoned slash wrestled herb. I would say those should be separate items. <laughs> um, stole Hollywood D. Closed all-you-can-eat Froyo place. Didn't act in Secretariat. Tanked Ethan around twice, so we do get confirmation that <laughs> it happened the second time as well. We weren't really sure what happened to it. Got Dr. Champ fired. I guess we know that that happened now. Blew up Taffy Factory. Slightly <laughs> glad to see acknowledgement that he did blow up an entire factory, presumably killing many aquatic people. Although, <laughs> you'd think that that would be enough for them to go, oh, it's probably about this. Um, yeah. Ruined Lizard Funeral. Yeah. On callback. Made fun of Katie from Spanish One. Very deep callback. Lied about getting Radiohead. Pretended giant Todd Head was passenger for Carpool Lane. Do we have Carpool Lanes in Australia? I feel like I've only ever seen them talked about on TV. Uh, I don't think we have them. We have bus lanes? Yeah. If you want a special lane, get a fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, a lot of the time the bus lane and the bike lane are the same lane. Mm. And as a cyclist, that is very unnerving. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's great and you have heaps of space, but you're constantly on the lookout for a bus. Because when a bus comes, then you'll have zero room. <laughs> Imagine it for the bus driver, though. Yeah. They, like, oh, man. I Truck drivers and bus drivers, like, con controlling such a massive vehicle. Like, I already think a normal car is scary big for a single person to try and bear in mind the size of the thing they're operating. Yeah, I have trouble driving my parents' SUV. Like, a bus is basically, like, a small building on wheels. And when they're, like, the, the, the double buses with the accordion yeah. bit in the middle? Oh, I thought you meant double-decker buses. But, oh. yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, both. But how do um, they get them around corners? How do they know they're gonna make it? Oh man, there are so many times where like I'll be on a bus and it'll make like a really tight turn and it'll go completely fine, but it always seems like we're like a centimeter away from just like smacking into something. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like I have a lot of respect for bus drivers. Me too. I think they're very skilled. Took muffins from Navy SEAL. That's the last one. It irks me. Like, we see several iterations of these boards, but they're, like, giving teenagers alcohol and one of them gets alcohol poisoning and he blames another teenager for it. That just never makes it onto any of the lists. <sighs> oh. 
Um, and I maintain that that is like the worst thing that happened in New Mexico. It's weird that the show acknowledged that that was super fucked up by showing us Pete again and his lasting trauma, but like Bojack never really answers for that. Yeah. Even if they like replaced Penny with New Mexico to encompass mm. all of it. Yeah, that's super weird that they don't mention alcohol. As they're talking, Todd writes more things on the board, yeah. <laughs> including slept with Emily, destroyed rock opera, and left me in prison. Yeah, poor Todd. Season one Todd's shenanigans were a lot more Breaking Bad-esque. <laughs> Like, remember when he like, got on the wrong side of a cartel yeah. and then he was a neo-Nazi in prison? Like, what? He's got more whimsical. They were very madcap still, but a lot darker. Is that character development? Is that growth? If you start listing every single thing everyone's done, then everyone's a monster. Nobody's- Who a- are these reporters anyway? I'll bet there's dirt on them that we could dig up. I don't think that's yeah, it. Yeah, that'll teach those bloodthirsty leeches what happens when they try to tear someone down over their past without even considering the possibility that he's changed. Have you changed? Yes, Obviously. Because this feels like old Bojack. I like the Bojack who's thoughtful and directs plays. I need to go put Ruthie to bed. Call me when new Bojack's back. So then we go back to the restaurant and Joey didn't do any of the dishes he said he would do. He just brought new ones. And Pickles is very angry. I understand that so deeply. Before I lived with you, I lived with like three guys and like that. Oh, yeah. Brought back the nightmares of what people who are lazy and have a bit of money would just prefer to do. Anyway, they decide to tell Mr. Peanut Buddy that they have formed an emotional bond and then they're going to have sex so that they can get out of each other's lives. Why don't we just tell them we had sex? I can't lie to my fiancé about sex! That's what got us into this mess in the first place! Yeah, so then we come back and Mr. Peanut Butter is finishing up telling the reporters about the situation with the three of them. She loves him! Why do you say that? See, the way that she follows him across the restaurant like the puppy dog she is. How they bicker and flirt. Why would she fall for a dashing cat like Joey Pogo when she's already engaged to sweet, dependable, predictable, safe, boring, perfectly adequate Mr. Peanut Butter? Thank you. She only tolerates that other fellow because she has to, for work. Yeah, Paige goes on a a bit of a rant and we know that they're talking about the love triangle between Max, Paige, and her fiance i really hate the term love triangle because it's only a triangle if all three sides are joined up almost all love triangles are actually a v yeah max isn't in love with Paige's fiance that's a triangle It means that in the poly community, if people are in, like, a loving three-way, three-person relationship, they have to settle for triad, which is admittedly badass in a kind of Poseidon-y way, (laughs) or thruple, which I hate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thruple's bad. Triangle has too many negative connotations for people who don't know geometry or love. (laughs) But they know the TV industry all right. a lot of sense. We should start a petition. Respect shapes. <laughs> yeah, Max and Paige, like, they imply that they're in love. There's tension there. So they get back to talking I'd about I'd say the- it's more than tension, Paige. It's eleven sh- <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't really worth saying. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, Mr. Peanut Butter, Max, and Paige, they get back to talking about Bojack and Sarah Lynn. Would you say Bojack's relationship with her ever bordered on inappropriate in the weeks leading up to her death? No, they were closer than thieves. They were thieves, actually. They broke into my house together and stole our clothes. Ask Diane. She never got that jacket back. But she was able to find another one shortly thereafter that looked exactly the same. And then Joe and Pogo and Pickles come over and, you know, they say that they, they have feelings for each other now and they are about to go have sex. Wow, I didn't think so soon, but no, that's wonderful. It's exactly what we wanted. It is. So now we make love, after which we can all get on with our lives. Great! This is good. I do like that we get confirmation that Diane never got her jacket back after Sarah Lynn stole it. Yeah. So back at Bojack's office, Diane gets a call. Oh, hello, Paige Sinclair of The Hollywood Reporter. (sighs) What night did I see Bojack with... Uh, I'd love to talk more, but uh, I cut my finger earlier in a bagel guillotine, and I think I require medical attention. Goodbye, bagel team. So they know now what it's about. We've got a new whiteboard called uh-huh. More Bad Stories. <laughs> We've got slept with blank and ghosted her. Aww. Hit deer with car. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Um, broke into Nixon Library. Ruined integrity of Booty Academy. <laughs> Threw up on Ellie Fanning in Bounce House. Stole Daniel Radcliffe's fruit basket. Habitual bad tipper. Lied about dating Natalie Portman. <laughs> Scott Wolf Vendetta. Sneezed on Marissa Tomei. Keyed Keenan Thompson's Kia. Fobbed Elon Muskrat's Tesla. Gina. Aww. And then, presumably, Diane has added underneath those. Fired me while writing your book broke into my house and made a mess and stole my favorite jacket, took my scarf, say it louder for the people in the back, Diane. Ah, nice. And told Mr. Peanut Butter about Cryan, which is pretty fucked up. And also, I don't know when that would have happened. Refresh me, what's Cryan? Like the thing that her family used to do to her. Oh, yeah. It's partially obscured by a chair, so all you can see is peanut butter about Cryan. I can only imagine that it's told Mr. Peanut Butter about Cryan. Yeah. I can't think of any other sentence that makes sense. Yeah, from the angle I can see, it says told Mr. Peanut Butter about Cryan. Yeah, I nearly read out what I thought initially was the last item on the whiteboard, but it's just one of my notes that says I wonder how many times people have actually fucked in a big freezer. <laughs> um. <laughs> Probably a lot, right? Like, people hook up with co-workers all the time. It's a little enclosed room. Yeah. There's lots of raw meat to snack on if you get hungry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's like how in offices everyone has sex in the supply closet or on top of the photocopier. Yeah. Or in building sites everyone has sex in the cement mixer. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you work from home you have sex in your bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This might be content. I don't know. You can cut it out if it isn't. But yeah, we... When I lived at the milk bar, we had, like, a big cool room, and then, like, within that, the the freezer thoughts. Not good thoughts, but thoughts. (laughs) We did... I don't know if they were allowed to or not, but they seemed to just hire, like, women to work there. Was that to stop that happening? Hmm. And that's not a confirmed way to stop that happening. Let's stop talking about that. Um... (laughs) Uh, okay, so, yeah, then we go back to the restaurant, 
after we said bored and Pickles and Joey Pogo have had sex and it seems that they have developed feelings. Hey, I'm sorry I was kind of a dick to you earlier. The truth is, since Mr. Peanut Butter has been such a good friend and chill hang, I was nervous I would feel weird smashing his fiance. But once we were in it, it was like we were two naked hearts, raw and exposed, but safe in the home we found in each other. Yeah. Best of luck with your wedding. Right now, I couldn't even imagine getting married. Can't even commit to a social media director. I'm just having a hard time finding someone who gets my brand, you know? Sexy? That's exactly right. You totally get me. So if you think of anybody who could be good for the job, let me know, all right? I will. All right. I'm headed to the airport now for another in a series of extravagant world tours all by myself. Then we go back to Bojack's office. So Sarah Lynn, that's okay. We can spin this. Yeah? What are we spinning? The first thing I thought when I heard Sarah Lynn died... Poor Bojack. But then I kept thinking. She died of a heroin overdose, yeah? You had heroin. Bojack brand. You kept it in your glove compartment. Diane. I didn't want to think uh, about it, but I couldn't help but wonder. Did you give it to her? I, uh, yes. And then what? You just abandoned her? No. You just left her alone. An addict with heroin. I didn't leave her. I was with her. I was with her the whole time. I was with her when she died in the planetarium. I left and came back and pretended I'd found her that way. I... I've never told anyone that. That's really bad, Bojack. Do the reporters know that? I don't know how they could. I covered my tracks. How did you cover your tracks? <laughs> which really upsets Diane, which is really fair. This was supposed to be a celebration. We can still figure this out. I'm tired of trying to figure things out. Let me just have this one night. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, settle down, settle down. Okay, uh, you wanted me to read these, right? Okay, um, well, for best old man, Terry. For best director, oh, horse professor. <laughs> That's me. No, I, okay, 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 okay. Thank you. I just want to say that I've loved being here with you this year. You've shown me the type of person I didn't know I wanted to be. And this semester, I got to be that person. Yeah, it's really sweet. And I like that you get to see Diane and Princess Carolyn's reaction. Diane kind of goes from disgust to, like, like happy that Bojack found that, even if it's ending. A real face journey, as they say. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's really happy and positive out there, and as soon as he walks in, his, like, face falls, and we get the sad music. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> because of the slightly fuzzy connection that we always have, like, listeners, another reminder that we, <laughs> me and Paige don't sound as clear to each other as we each sound to you. Um, I thought you said, and then it's like space balls in the sad music <laughs> place. <laughs> and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Just like Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we go back to the restaurant. Max comes up to Mr. Peanut Butter and says that it's very sad that Pickles and Joey Pogo can't be together. They've finally acknowledged that they love each other, but she's promised to another. To me, 
so you know better than anyone. Well, someone's up to something, I can tell you that much. Mr. Peanut Butter, does your ex-wife regularly consume bagels? Hey, why don't you two mind your own business? How about that? I'm not going to help you with your takedown piece on BoJack. Oh, no? He's a good guy, and you have no idea how torn up he was with Sarah Lynn. He was with her in the planetarium when she overdosed. He actually gave her the heroin. He told me that once when he was drunk. And then he said, I've never told anybody that. Because he's modest. So why don't you just leave him alone? God damn it. I tried to find the episode. Like, have we seen this? Genuinely, I'm not sure. Couldn't find you know, it. Listeners, if you remember this actually happening in an, happening in an episode, let us know. Yeah, so then next we go outside of the restaurant and Paige and Max... They just get like she's all slippery, and Max catches her and steadies her, and it's like, ooh, they're gonna kiss. She's not all slippery. She stands on the lazy Susan that's at the front of the goddamn restaurant. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Presumably, as a murder trap. Yeah. Okay. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish. I'm yeah. sick of this skylarking. <laughs> our story is about as wrapped up as a mummy. What? I'd better hightail it to the office and put ink on paper. But what about establishing a larger pattern of behavior? Don't you think we ought to keep working together? No, I think I ought to get married. You were right all along, Banks, my boy. The story is Sarah Lynn. It always was. Dixie! Wait! Paige! I, uh... I love you. Oh, Max. Of course you do. Everybody does. I'm Paige Sinclair. Yeah, so we go back to Bojack's office. If you haven't watched the episode for some reason, it is just this back and forward. All episode. Princess Carolyn advises him to confess um, to the little stuff, but deny the big stuff. And she's kind of going into this with the idea that she wants to protect this Bojack because he is better than the Bojack before. You're about to get pushed out of a plane, and the two of you are talking like you're trying to brainstorm ways to get back on the plane. That's not gonna happen. You can try to find a parachute, or you can dive headfirst into the earth, but the plane is gone. We can wriggle out of this. Who's we? Diane, I'm asking you for help. This job is my lifeline. I think you should do the hard thing and be honest. Things will get worse before they get better, but you won't have to spend the rest of your life waiting for the other shoe to drop. You see where both of them are coming from. Um, so then Burge get... Burge. Burge! <laughs> my man, Burge! Burjack gets a call from Paige, and she wants his responses to her accusations. She says she's doing it out of politeness, and he lies, and which is what she was expecting. And Diane can't look at him. What happened to being honest? I didn't think that it would happen so fast. Did she say next Thursday? That gives us a week to plan. We can minimize damage. We are not doing anything. Diane, please. I can't be a part of this. I have a book to write. Oh my god! They're all making out out here! Right, so back to the restaurant for the last time. Pickles tells Mr. Peanut Butter that, you know, that they're there and Joey Pogo have had sex, and... She tells him about the job. First step, let's set a date for the wedding. Joey has a job opening in his tour that I think could be a real opportunity for me. Oh! I'd have to go tonight, and I might be gone for a while. Oh. Oh, mister, I'm so confused. I feel like my brain is on a lazy Susan, just spinning in all directions, and I know I should be ready to commit to a main course, but right now I'm just so excited about all the different small plates out there, you know? It sounds like maybe this is a bad time to have my face printed on the cover of your metaphorical menu. Go on Joey's tour. Have a good time. And we'll plan the wedding when I get back? Sure, Pickles. When you get back. Sounds like a good compromise. 
everyone gets what they want and no one had to compromise. I think it's going to work out. <laughs> Somebody takes a picture of him. Back at Bojack's office, um, he's been writing a statement which acknowledges things, but also like tries to take the focus off of him, basically denying what's happened. This place was supposed to be a fresh start for me. Rehab was supposed to be a fresh start. But no matter how many starts I get, there's always the same ending. Everything falls apart, and I end up alone. I'm still here, Bojack. Why? I don't know. I'm a fool, I guess. I have loved you for 25 years, and I never loved anyone better. That kind of love, you only get it when you're young and stupid. I'm not going to get it again. And when I tell my daughter the story of the great love of my life, I wanted to have a happy ending. Is it possible you letting me go is the happy ending? I've gone with you this far. In for a penny, in for a pound, right? Sunk costs and all that. So Project decides that he has to go through with what Diane said so that Princess Carolyn can tell Ruthie that she helped him do the right thing. And then they leave the office. It's an empty office again. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Offices are always empty when there's no one in there. <laughs> You ever think about things like that? Nah, it's too deep for me. Shall we murder a horse? Yes. The Daisy Catches a Frisbee with Horse and Allowed written on it video is currently at 36 views. Wait, 37? Um, <laughs> Did you just watch it again? Which is fucking pitiful. Everyone get your act together. Watch the video. Yeah. You're not a real fan if you don't. Also, <laughs> I don't know if we've brought this up on the podcast, but um, Matt's other videos are... Him doing 100 meter sprints while juggling five balls, which is fucking bonkers. <laughs> like, I I am a juggler, and I have gone through phases of jogging while juggling three balls, which is quite difficult. It's called juggling in the business. But this <laughs> fucking five ball springling that Matt is doing, you bloody ripper. <laughs> <laughs> James is Good so impressed ya. He can't even express it yeah, How impressed, impressed he is It's all my Friend of the show, Matt Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that video a lot Like I showed it to my parents And they were like, what? And I'm like, that's a, a reference from the, the show And he actually he did it We do this every week, but he actually he did it and they're like, yeah. okay It's a bit of a weird one to explain <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they weren't as chuffed But yes, we are very chuffed. You can email us at horseandaloud at gmail.com, H-O-R-S-A-N-A-L-O-U-D. Or you can tweet at us at horseandaloudpod. You can also find us on Facebook. I'm Gem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And until next time, suck a dick, dumb shits. I didn't say it. Suck a dick, dumb shits. I don't know why I didn't say it. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't say it either. Don't know if weird. I'll fix that or leave it like it is now. Brain paused, and before I knew it, you'd finished the sentence. <laughs> oh. <You> okay. <laughs> oh, it's been a long week, Jim. <laughs>